Hey everybody and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Yang. Thanks for tuning in. We've got another fun interview. Much of our conversation centers on the many facets of performing tango, and there are a lot of nice little insights that you'll find encouraging. Today's guests are originally from Argentina and now based in Miami, Florida. They're seasoned performers, having toured the globe with some of the most prominent tango masters in the world. Today, they run the Tango Times Dance Company, where they teach a variety of classes and produce and choreograph a number of original tango shows. All right, and with me now are Roxana Garber and Oscar Caballero. Roxana and Oscar, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. It's great to be talking to you both. Thank you. Thank you for inviting us. Yeah. So you're both now in Miami, Florida, but you're both originally from Argentina. So growing up, was was tango always a, a big part of your life? Okay. Yeah, tango was a very big part of my life since mm. ever. I am from Argentina originally, from Buenos Aires. I used to hear a lot of tango and Argentine folklore since I was very young with my father, mm-hmm. mostly. But uh, I am coming from the classical ballet. So because in in like stage tango, you have or like professional tango dancing, you have a lot of different places where you're coming from. So most of them usually are coming either from folklore or classical ballet. Mm-hmm. Basically, I started studying at the Argentinian uh, professor dancing teaching mm-hmm. institute or whatever escuela nacional de danza mm-hmm. and when i and and it is a very very funny the story because um in my life i mean when i was 18 i traveled to israel i lived there mm. i danced there but all my life was mostly into the classical and contemporary dance and when i came back to argentina in 1992 mm-hmm. I gather with some other teachers that were friends of mine at school, and they say, you know what, the, the future is actually in tango. Oh, okay. And that is where I actually went back to tango dancing besides listening and dancing tango with my father. Okay. Which was exactly, was very a popular thing in, the, mm-hmm. in those times. Okay. But here was like kind of a different thing. Yeah. And so little by little, I started going through tango. Okay. And until, of course, I came to Miami in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. um, I met Estela Milano, a singer. She was having her show. And one day, Oscar shows up in the show. And we happened to perform for the very first time without any previous rehearsal Mm -hmm. in that tango show. And that's how we met. Oh, nice. Very magical. Nice. Now, Oscar, uh, you're from originally from Bahia Blanca. Exactly. I was I was born in Bahia Blanca city. is uh, in the Buenos Aires state province for us. Uh, it's uh, 600 kilometers south from Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. I started dancing since I was six years old. I started with the Argentinian folk dance because it's the interior of the country. Mm-hmm. So when I turned 17 years old, I moved to Buenos Aires, mm-hmm. started dancing professional, folk dance. Mm-hmm. And in one moment, one uh, friend that he danced tango also, 
inviting me to participate the, the tango class and in one show that they're doing for tango. So I say yes, because it's work for me. Yeah. But I fall in love with the tango. <laughs> I start dancing tango. Mm -hmm. I went to take a class with one very huge professional mm -hmm. teacher and dancer that is um, okay. Cacho Dinsel, Rodolfo Dinsel. Mm -hmm. And he was the, the creator of the Tango University. Mm -hmm. He used dancers for uh, help him to prepare uh, the, the, the university. And I was one of them. So I worked for the Tango University in Buenos Aires also. Mm -hmm. Of course, as I made many shows with him and uh, alone, um, you know, different uh, with, uh, yes, with copies also. Mm -hmm. um, and one day I decided to come in here after the different uh, turns for different uh, countries. And finally arrived to Miami. Mm -hmm. uh, well, here looking for different possibilities the job. So I I met with one big choreographer, Argentinian, that was Ever Lovato. Mm -hmm. And he told me about the Estela Milanos and the show that he she uh, do there. Mm -hmm. um, also, as I came alone, I say I came alone, so I need mm -hmm. a partner. So Eva Lovato told me about Roxana. Mm -hmm. So I met her in the show. <laughs> I fall in love with her also. Oh, nice. <laughs> and keep it together. Yes. So we know who to blame for yeah. all these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Oscar, what was it about Tango that made you fall in love with it when you first tried it? The difference that I found in, in the tango is the freedom that the tango give me when I dance. Mm -hmm. So I can express in more things. Uh, I have more freedom when when I dance tango than when I dance, for example, the Argentinian for dance, that mm -hmm. I love also, but it's more structured. Mm -hmm. you know? So the tango, no, the tango is uh, give me possibility to different figures, to different expressions. For me, it's uh, completely different. Uh, is uh, the Argentinian dance, the mm -hmm. same like folk dance, but it's completely different. Mm -hmm. Give me another possibility to fly. Nice, nice. So when you first danced together without previously practicing, was there an instant connection there? It's so funny, it's so funny, but mm -hmm. I like that she tell you because her English is better than me. I tell you what happened that okay. that night was very, was incredible. I was dancing in that show and there was another girl and there was another man. So the singer asked Oscar to dance with the other girl. Mm -hmm. And I was watching Oscar dancing. And I was telling the man next to me, I was saying, you see, that's the kind of tango I, I like to dance, which in the beginning, I'm talking about like 20 years ago in Miami, I was mm. going to the Milongas and it was a very, very flat tango. And I was coming from other places in, in Buenos Aires and it was like, well, it was not bad, but that was the kind of tango I liked. Mm -hmm. uh, still, 
I don't know what Oscar felt in that time, but when he was going to sit down, the singer said, well, we have another milonguera here. Why don't you dance with her? And mm-hmm. we started dancing and he started from the very beginning because of course he didn't know how much I danced. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was very, very funny. Because at this, at this point, so that's I danced with the other lady. She's a very good dancer, but she danced modern dance, no, no tango. So when, when Stella told me about to dance with her, I think if she danced the same with the other, I am in the oven. I am in the oven. I'm in the oven. Yeah. So uh, he started like, you know, from scratch, I don't know, basic, mm-hmm. ochos, molinetes, whatever. And mm-hmm. suddenly, and here it was the funny part, mm-hmm. he started to do some fantasy tango. Now, the issue with fantasy tango is that at that point, you follow the lead, but then you complete the figure. Okay. Now, if you don't rehearse, I can I complete the figure my way. Mm-hmm. We're improvising. We were improvising. So okay. I I ended up dancing modern dance together with the tango. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because we stopped dancing and people couldn't believe that that was our first time. So at the end we said, okay, we've been dancing for two years. Because what are you going to say? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're kidding me. No, I'm not kidding you. But if you want, mm-hmm. let me tell you, two years. Okay. I don't know. Nothing doesn't matter. <laughs> but just... A very important question before you ask Oscar, what made him fall in love with tango? And I will give you an answer in the beginning of the 90s Mm -hmm. in Argentina, why why a lot of young people turned to tango? Because there was was a boom in tango like in the beginning of the 90s Mm -hmm. in Argentina. And there, there were lots of places to dance tango that we used to call it more like tangerias or like and there were very, very close clubs for very old people. And they wouldn't pick you to dance because they wouldn't know how you dance mm-hmm. and they wouldn't to do to make any mistake on the on the dance floor. So it was very difficult to get there. But in the 90s, there was this boom. And why was that? And the very reason was that there is a lot of lonely people a loneliness in the big cities mm-hmm. and people were looking for truthful embrace without having any compromise mm-hmm. and that was and that was the answer from most mostly everybody i knew in tango why why did you come to tango well you know why because i can embrace a woman mm-hmm. no questions asked and it is it is a very central dance. And then you go and sit somewhere else. And she said, I mean, it's a tanda. It's like nine minutes. And that's all we share. Mm-hmm. And that was really enough for some people that were truly lonely yeah. in the city. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember I really started getting into tango when I lived in New York. This was the late 90s. So this is still when in, in the U.S. it was starting to become really, really uh, really big. And it's exactly like you said, you know, I was in my twenties, I was living in New York. Um, and again, like you said, people want this genuine connection and then tango gives you that you can really just be yourself you have to be yourself and then you can be honest. And then, like you said, nine, 12 minutes, Tanda, and then you get to meet someone new and it's, um, yeah, it's a really, it's a really nice, very constructive, positive thing to, to, to do. 
So it yeah. is a very very interesting mm-hmm. um, outcome with uh, Argentine tango mm-hmm. because also you don't need to be structured like you know in this uh, more international tango that people mm-hmm. have to be very you know stand up and do so. I mean you can do a lot of things with good good technique. Yeah, and that's perfect. Of course, the best, the better, the best, the better your technique is, the better you're going to dance, mm-hmm. and the better you're going to take care of your body. In mm-hmm. okay, but for a social dancing, that was like the key. And most of the people I knew in the milongas when I started going to the milongas, actually, mm-hmm. were most of them were alone. Either they were getting through a divorce, or they were. I don't know, looking for a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and it was mostly it was very very few couples, like married, very few mm-hmm. married couples. So how did you two start teaching together? We he started teaching. I mean, when I met him, mm-hmm. he he was already teaching at a restaurant, Los Años Locos, here in Miami, that used to be a very well known restaurant, mm-hmm. and he was already performing with other women, mm-hmm. people that knew him or knew that he was coming or through connections, you know, he was already doing that. And then he met, we met. Mm-hmm. I arrived here, just only three places uh, had uh, tango and teaching. So I started uh, uh, teaching in, in the restaurant and I am looking for, for different restaurant, big restaurant that give me possibility to, mm-hmm. to give a class there. So I start uh, first one day, and after I take three days in different place, uh, teaching tango. Mm-hmm. So, so when we met, and let me tell you something very important. We <laughs> met one day, mm-hmm. and we danced in a show. And then I went to a milonga, and I said, you know what? If you want to come, come to the milonga. I'm going to be there. Uh-huh. And I challenged him in the milonga with other stuff, tango mm-hmm. stuff, no matter what. And he finally came and whatever. And and then we didn't, I mean, the, the week passed by. Mm-hmm. He called my house. My roommate answered the phone. She called me and told me, hey, a guy, Cavaliero, I don't know, Oscar or whatever, <laughs> called you. And I called him and he, and he said, we have to practice. And I was like, hey, you don't want to practice with me. <laughs> I know what we have to practice mean. And I say, yeah, 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 sad, yeah on Friday, on Friday. Mm-hmm. We do it on Friday. <laughs> but after that, we started already dating and we started mm-hmm. teaching together. I mean, I, I started going to his classes, tried to help him. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I started taking lessons from him also. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And one day we we just um, rent a place mm-hmm. and we started teaching like full time in that place. That's great. Yeah. So, Roxana, I like what you said about, you know, challenging each other. And of course, that was a that was a very it's a very nice story. Um, but also amongst, you know, students, as since many of people listening are learning tango, they go to practicas to, to work on their tango. And I think that that word challenge is very important. So how how do we challenge our partners? I mean, without scaring or without, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean to do every single step that you know. 
Um, but I, I think it's it's important to be able to to challenge each other, both the men and the women challenging each other on the dance okay. floor. In your opinion, what's a what's a really good way to to do that? Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, we we understand that the the leader leads, and we let him lead. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we the follower follow. Now. I am coming from a generation of tango dancers mm. where the woman, where not the woman, let's say the follower yeah. can also propose a step. Mm-hmm. In other words, the leader proposed the step, the follower can change that step. Mm-hmm. And that would be the challenging thing that we teach how to do that. We do teach that, mm-hmm. but we do understand that being being um, a leader is not as easy as it looks. Right. It doesn't even look easy. But anyway, because you have to take care of the rhythm of the music, of the mm. leading, of the access, of the of your follower. Uh, but when I say I challenge, it was that it was like answering to his to his steps. Mm-hmm. And we can of course do that without falling. Mm. <laughs> I can explain the same like the explanation that we did in the Tango University, right? Mm-hmm. So usually we say that the Tango um, starts uh, with the men uh, leader and the lady follower. That's it. Mm-hmm. So the lady follows the men. That's it. Because uh, the Tango represents the Buenos Aires society. So mm-hmm. the, the Buenos Aires society start machista so the, the, you know the, <laughs> exactly so the ladies they become uh, you know growing the kids uh, mm-hmm. and prepare the the food you know <laughs> yeah and the men is who work uh-huh. and bring the money mm-hmm. <laughs> you know well but after 1940 that mm-hmm. uh, you know with Political, Seba Peron, God, the lady boat, mm-hmm. also, you know, start working outside the floor. So the lady was more independent. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the tango represents the society. Yeah. So in the tango, the lady is more independent. Mm-hmm. So start not leading, but, you know, answer different figures. Mm-hmm. That the men proposed. Yeah. So, um, 1904 in 1950 is a change. Yeah. Okay. So, we were with the two different levels. Mm-hmm. The first level, where the lady is a follower, mm-hmm. the second level, where the lady can change uh, different movements in tango. No? Yeah. 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 It's really interesting how how the society changes, times change, culture change, and has some effect on, on the tango. Yeah. So, yeah, but I like what you said about how the, the, the follow um, proposes these little differences. And I think that's really important to understand with the communication with tango. Because, you know, if I'm leading, I can't just shove my partner through all the steps. I really have to listen. Okay, is she doing an adorno here? Is she going to pause a little bit with the music? And I have to let her do that, but then, you know, something, maybe something else I propose and then she can propose as well. And all this happens very quickly and without us talking to each other. And then you exactly. really have to pay attention. Yeah. Have you ever, what, what, an exercise that we try to do, mm-hmm. we are not always successful, but we try at school. Yeah. 
is um, first of all, we teach the leaders the leading part, the followers the following part. Mm -hmm. Now, what we try to make them understand is that it's very important to learn the other part. I mean, yeah. the leader should learn how to follow mm -hmm. and the followers should learn how to lead. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can, I, I sometimes, most of the time in the classes, I am leading, I am mm -hmm. not following. Mm -hmm. I'm teaching with ladies how to lead or I'm leading a lady that starts mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But it's very important to know both, um, both parts because that will give you the sensibility you need to know what to do when you're following and what to do when you're leading mm -hmm. and where is you know what is the click that you need to do so that this dance can can be enjoyable for both mm -hmm. we say you know that the very good dancer has to know the both part okay yeah. if you know only your part man or lady mm -hmm. you are half dancer you mm -hmm. are not complete mm -hmm. you know so the same with the choreographer. So the choreographer, if I am choreographer, so I need to teach the lady and the man, the both parts. So I have to know the both. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Learning both parts. And it's fun too. You know, it's, uh, you know, if there are too many leads or too many follows at a milonga, you can do the other role and you can exactly. still dance and you're not right. waiting. So, yeah. 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 It's also a part of, remember that when we, when we first um, created the school, I mean, mm -hmm. we finally created the company in 2001. And we started doing a lot of, besides the, the tango lessons for, you know, for, for social dancing, we started doing lessons for a stage and we actually built our company. And we mm -hmm. had like more than 50 dancers. You, you can see a lot of professional tango dancers that you may know mostly here in, in Miami, in the Miami area. But some of them out of state and even out of the country that started in a, in in the studio and were dancing in our in our project. We produced more than thirty shows mm -hmm. here in Miami. Yeah. And you were asking what make you be in love with the tango, and Oscar mm -hmm. answered the question. I didn't. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I found out on in, with the tango dancing and that is that no matter your age yeah remember remember that i am coming from classical ballet mm -hmm. okay but he was no matter your age you will be always be able to be on stage and perform and mm -hmm. join this popular dance with some um contemporary dance mm -hmm. So that was the one thing that I took to my heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And being a little bit more than 25 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's really important. That. Yeah, I think that's really important to, to understand. I mean, there are so many students that I've had. I'm sure you've had students as well who are afraid. Oh, I'm too old to start something new. I, you know, I'm already set in my ways. I'm not, I'm not young anymore, but even though tango is very challenging, it, you can still, like you said, you can still become a very good dancer 
at almost any yes. age and you can perform as well. And not and many activities can do, you can do that. You know, you can't do that with sports. You can't do that with football. You can't do that with uh, um, other other activities. But with tango, you can. And, exactly. Uh, yeah. Mostly because of the embrace. Look, we have had also people with Parkinson taking mm -hmm. lessons with us. Very yeah. advanced Parkinson. Yeah. People that were in wheelchair mm -hmm. that would stand up dance tango and 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 it was incredible that day by day they could be on their axis for longer and longer i mean mm -hmm. we've been working with that also mm -hmm. it's very important for your heart because yeah. you see that you, you are doing something that helps the other one mm -hmm. feel better it's always make the other one feel better yeah yeah and that's i think at the heart of really good leading and following is to take care of your partner if you're leading you got to make your partner look good and you're in and vice versa it's it's about the, the mutual giving and i think that's uh that's a wonderful exactly. thing yeah 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 so as you know a great way to improve tango for a lot of students is to perform maybe at a milonga or you know whether for students at a university, they do a little performance with their with their peers, and that's just a really great thing to do. And it's great that both of you have a background in in the performance as well. So, um, when you have students who show an interest in in performing, uh, what are what's some advice that you would have for for people out there on say the difference okay. between performance versus social dancing? Okay, so I am going to answer that question. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be very tough on right. my answer. Be tough. Okay. So 20 years ago, I would say, hey, come on, everybody. Let's do it. And we would, and I would put a lot of my time to build a, a professional dancer. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I would put a lot. Mm -hmm. While the person that wants to perform on a show, and I had a lot of those, really want to perform in a show. Mm -hmm is willing to do that, will understand that a rehearsal is a rehearsal. We have never charged for rehearsals mm -hmm. to students. Actually, the only charge we did to students is to teach them how to dance, but never for a rehearsal, okay? Our rehearsals are very long, three hour long. Mm. Usually, um, uh, we start seeing who is going to be dancing and we welcome almost everybody unless, unless of course, it's too much. Like, for mm. example, if she's pregnant, I'm not taking it. Mm. Even though I did perform pregnant. Uh -huh. Three okay. Wow. But I'm not taking, yeah. yeah. But it's my responsibility and it's my job. Yeah. I'm not taking a pregnant, a pregnant woman. Mm. Uh, and then I have to check, I mean, some other problems. Like if that other person wants to perform on stage, but still is challenging me in things that I am, I do not agree mm. regarding the, the show. So I will try to get rid of that because mm. my shows are my shows. I mean, yeah. I, we put a lot of money, a lot of effort. Usually it's a written show. It's, uh, it's um, usually what we do are stories. Okay. From the beginning to the end. So I need very precise things. I'm, mm. I, I'm not requesting from you Mm -hmm. to be perfect. I'm requesting to, from you to do your best. And you can mix that. I don't mm -hmm. care. You mm -hmm. can do that. It's not a problem. Because I can fix that problem on stage. Yeah. But I, but 
don't challenge me. Don't tell me, hey, mm -hmm. uh, do this or do that or this music or why do your, like once somebody asked me, why don't your uh, musicians play this and that? And I say, listen, I have to pay for the music. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> relax. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, as far as there is no other challenge, we, us we usually welcome everybody. Mm -hmm. We are now living in a very special time. Yeah. <laughs> where close distance is impossible with time. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, keeping keeping the distance is very impossible with tango mm -hmm. that everything costs more than double because I, I here in Florida you have to be at half of um, um, half of the people that can enter the place mm -hmm. so in a, in a theater with uh, 800 people I can only sell 400 yeah. tickets mm -hmm. if I sell them because right. most of the people are still afraid to go to a performance yeah. in a close place so now it's like let's say we are close on that issue since uh spring last year mm -hmm. but until then we were doing fantastic and we were very happy to do all that mm -hmm. with uh with the performances like uh let's say if it's a, a performance that's not necessarily choreographed maybe one that's uh, more improvised um, like you know, you know, in the middle of a malanga, there'll be a, sometimes be a performance. If there are students who are really interested in, in doing those kinds of performances, uh, what are some what's some advice you have for either presentation or um, perhaps some some technique ideas to keep in mind when you have when you're doing? Oh, a you mean audience? for a presentation? That, that's like... that's a second question. Yeah, the first the first part that I, I love what you said about you know how you organize a show. Um, but also the the other type of it just kind of made me think about the other type of uh, of, of presentation that's a little more improvised at a malanga. That, that but too. I would say I understand mm -hmm. your question now. Yeah. Let's say they are going to perform in the malanga, which I have yeah. a lot of students that do that. Yeah, a lot. Mm -hmm. Actually, almost everybody. Great. The, there is a very important thing I I usually tell my students. Every art, mm -hmm. every art, is something that you project. Right? Mm -hmm. You project. Mm -hmm. So you have to know what you want to project. Once you know that, you put yourself in that. Mm -hmm. No matter what you do, you're projecting what you are. Mm -hmm. So I'm I am not those I am not those that cares too much about doing too many steps, but to do the correct step. Mm -hmm. For example, if you start rushing so that you can do all the steps that three hundred and sixty uh, 3,600 steps that you learn mm -hmm. during a year, mm -hmm. you're not going to tell me anything. However, no. if you're true with what you're doing and with your music, be part of that instrument. The music, you are another instrument from that for that music. Mm. Okay, so you have to interpret that music yeah. with your body and with your partner. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you listen to the music be high in your feelings and I mean, feel yourself as you are the most important and the most beautiful thing in that moment. Mm -hmm. Expression. And expression. Mm -hmm. Give us, the audience, give us yourself. Yeah. Show us who you are. What are you giving me? I don't know. Tell me a love story in those three minutes. Mm -hmm. I don't care how. You can do, you, you know what? You can walk it. You can walk in and watch us if you want. 
if you want to jump a little bit, jump a little bit. I mm -hmm. don't care. You don't need too many steps. You need to be expressive mm -hmm. and to make me in to be interested in mm -hmm. what you're doing. Nice. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I guess people think, oh, should I do a sakata here or should I do an ocho here? Well, like you said. Bring me a love song. Bring me a love song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Oscar, do you remember your very first performance in tango? In tango? Yeah. Well, in tango was uh, in 1979. <laughs> Were yes. you born already? <laughs> yes, I was, I was only three. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, of course, Buenos Aires mm -hmm. with uh, Juan Carlos Copes. Mm -hmm. in one traditional place that was in uh, in the center of Buenos Aires. Mm -hmm. um, Caño 14. Caño 14. The name mm -hmm. is Caño 14. It was very traditional. And that moment was uh, that every uh, artist, bigger uh, Buenos Aires uh, artist, mm -hmm. worked there. And I had the opportunity to replace one dancer that he needed to to go to Japan. That's a moment he was uh, um, contract contract okay. uh, contracted to to Japan and needed something to replace him and call me and say you have to help me. <laughs> you have to help me. <laughs> so teach me the choreography. And uh, one day when he thought that uh, I was prepared mm -hmm. so take me there and, and put me in front of the copes and say he's going to replace me <laughs> so <laughs> copes say okay go to the stage put the song and I dance mm -hmm. when they finish he was looking at me but my mom and say okay <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Okay. Nice. So that was my first tango on the stage. Wow. Wow. What was it like working with, with Copes? Uh, for me, it was uh, from too important because mm -hmm. uh, I never thought that I can share the, the, the stage mm -hmm. with, the, with the big dancer because he was a very, very yeah. in tango today right uh, it's very important it's and it's unknown mm -hmm. you know so uh i is 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 something that i i take mm -hmm. you know in, in my heart <laughs> and i never forget wow because it's so i i had opportunity to share the the stage with a very big uh, person important mm -hmm. uh, person on the stage you know like uh, i told you uh, copes uh, dinsel mm -hmm. um traditional in argentinian traditional um, uh, person like uh, lampaso for example mm -hmm. i i could dance uh, with um carmencita calderon mm -hmm. that was uh, the the partner of the cachafas Okay, for Argentinians, yeah. those are very traditional people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like every every Argentinian tango dancer knows that. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, so so Roxana, same question to you. What was your very first tango performance like? 
<laughs> Mine was uh, in in this center. Actually, <laughs> the, <laughs> I I told you that I was on, I, I was <laughs> no no, but it was in this century anyway. <laughs> Uh, remember, I told you that I was a, a ballet teacher and a ballet mm -hmm. performer, and I went and I flew back to Argentina and started doing tango. I was not performing; I was just mm -hmm. learning. And it was funny because when I was when I returned to Argentina, I I taught rather than perform, and I used to teach uh, teach people to to enter the big theaters, mostly mm -hmm. San Martin, for contemporary dance and I used to find my students in the milonga hmm. and then my students would have fun teaching me tango hey teacher come now I will teach you and it was fun mm -hmm. however after um some years I moved to the Patagonia to the south mm -hmm. I was teaching in the dance school and I was preparing the kids for uh for the national dance school mm -hmm. And there was um, the in the evening we used to work with kids uh, with problem problematic kids mm. those that you know are in the um, usually with the police. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> trouble kids, mm -hmm. really, really trouble kids. Mm -hmm. And I use uh, I used to teach them folklore and tango. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they would perform tango right. for the, but not me. Mm -hmm. My real first performance was with Estela Milano mm -hmm. when I was here and when I met Oscar. I never felt myself in, in the beginning to be that proficient in tango so that I would go further to dance. I could, of mm -hmm. course, choreograph a lot of things with tango same as I did with folklore same as mm -hmm. I used to do with um, contemporary dance or, or ballet mm -hmm. but uh, my real first performance in tango was with, with, was with Oscar okay fun <laughs> and I take it that that performance went well yeah yeah we are after that three kids I don't know like <laughs> A lot of pounds, son. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, Oscar, I like how you said back in 79 was your first performance. I remember I was, I grew up in the 1980s and I, and the only thing as a little child, I was like six or seven, only thing I knew about Argentina was at the time was the Falklands War. So my yeah. my thought of Argentina was this like very dangerous place, but then I saw a very short clip of tango on television, and I was really intrigued. And I thought, wow, Argentina is this very dangerous place, but they dance tango, they dance this beautiful dance. So I'm just a little child. That was my that was my understanding. But um, yeah, it was uh, it's very intriguing. Yeah, have you ever been in Argentina? Not yet. Not as of now, not yet. I'm so ashamed, but hopefully soon. You know, I really, I really would, would love to go. Everyone keeps telling me, you gotta go, you gotta Argentina go. Argentina changed a lot, though. It changed mm. a lot. Buenos Aires changed a lot. Yeah. And I, I was there not long ago. I, I was there last week, by the way. Yeah. Not, not tango dancing right, right, yeah. for a personal issue. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because I was in my neighborhood, in my own neighborhood, and. Mm -hmm. I couldn't recognize it. I need yeah. to tell something about that. So, uh, when I started with the tango, 
1979. Mm -hmm. So I remember that, you know, I, I for me it was important to, to show that mm -hmm. uh, what I learned. And I, and of course, that I already was a professional with the folk dance. Mm -hmm. So I had possibility to connect with the producer in TV. So when I went to to show the the proposed for for to make it a tango in 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 TV and, and different channels, they say no, the tango is very sad. Mm -hmm. So we need another more fun. So no tango, no tango, no. Mm -hmm. Until that the forever tango become very famous, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and so it, it also in in that moment is when Argentina say okay the, but the tango is ah it's yeah. 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 Yep. so so mm. just now start the tango you know moving and we can wear in, in every place mm -hmm. but the, in, in 1979 and 1980 mm -hmm. so it was uh, difficult yeah yeah only the, the the traditional place where the tourists the mm. people came to to buenos aires you know yeah like san telmo for mm. example different place different restaurants but then knowing every place and knowing tv mm -hmm. so in tv only one uh, program mm -hmm. there was um, grandes valores yeah, yeah, tango yeah. Yeah, right. Oh, that, that TV show, everybody used to watch that TV show, believe me. Mm -hmm. Only one, but everybody was there. <laughs> everybody. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. I, I, I was born with that show. <laughs> <laughs> so now we export, you know, tango mm -hmm. around the world. Yeah. But that's a moment, you know. Also, mm -hmm. I, I repeat, we have very few. Uh, place uh, mm -hmm. for dancing time yeah 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 it's great how times change now instead of one tv show now you go to youtube and you can watch all the yeah. watch tango for well months. you youtube yeah. killed everything youtube yeah. killed tv <laughs> <laughs> yeah now you have youtube you have netflix you have uh pluto you have hulu mm -hmm. everything yeah <laughs> rumble right rumble odyssey but you yeah all these platforms yeah good good all right well roxana oscar i feel like i could talk all day with you about about tango but unfortunately we only have so many hours in a day so where can we find out more about you online okay so we have our website mm -hmm. which is www.tangotimes.us.us mm -hmm. .us. that us the united states yeah, yeah. Yep. or you can find us in facebook which we have a Tango Times score, facebook.com mm -hmm. slash Tango Times score, something like that. Mm -hmm. You can find Tango Times Dance Company and you will see. Okay. At this moment, mm -hmm. Oscar is teaching private lessons. Mm -hmm. We are teaching, we are teaching yep. private lessons. We have uh, some group lessons starting in March mm -hmm. with very few people in, and that's uh, what's gonna happen. And mm -hmm. uh, you're, of course, invited to come to Florida I'd and stop to. freezing up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are in North Miami Beach, so we okay. have the studio there. Nice. We still have the studio. <laughs> good. We still have the studio. Good, good. 
Yeah. My parents live in Naples, so I do get down to oh. Florida every once in a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. you, you can come to Miami. Yeah. And then we've been teaching online. We've been doing all that stuff. Yeah. We have, um, we also have a channel in mm. YouTube. Okay. And, uh, I don't know the link, but if you go to our website, you will yeah. have the link. And yeah. in, in that, the, the important thing is that in our YouTube channel, you can, uh, subscribe of course it's for free and we mm -hmm. have um tango lessons from the very beginning from the very first steps so mm -hmm. uh, i mean to a range of a lot of other steps and more complicated things so mm -hmm. people can really learn from there and of course come to our classes so yeah uh, proficient those but anyway you can still learn from from the videos we have actually a lot of people that come to the studio that started from those videos yeah. so it's it makes it easier because mm -hmm. the concept is understood yeah nice nice great and and I, want to have... thank you. I want to thank you for this time that you're yeah. giving us well thank you for for sharing and hearing giving us your story and uh telling us about your experiences and uh yeah so i'll definitely have your links in our show notes so people will be able to to look you up and learn more about you thank you so much Joe. thank you Okay, that was Roxana and Oscar over in Miami. So like I said in the beginning of the show, we were going to be talking a lot about tango performance involving students like us. And I really liked what they had to say about putting on a good show. For one thing, you can perform at any age, and I find this very encouraging. Tango has this reputation for being challenging and difficult, and it certainly is, but despite that, you can start this dance at a point in your life that's well beyond your teens and 20s and still accomplish a lot. You can still be on stage. You can't really do that with something like, say, football or hockey. And I liked how Roxana emphasized authenticity when it comes to good performing. It's not necessarily about cramming a thousand fancy steps and crazy acrobatics within a three-minute song. At the core of effective presentation and good performing is showing the audience who you are clearly and honestly communicating an emotion or idea with your body. And it doesn't have to be fancy. It can be, of course, but it doesn't need to be. But regardless of how much of a seasoned or new performer you are, if you want to put on a good show, you can't copy someone else or do what you think other people want to see. You got to put your real self into every movement. So thank you again, Roxana and Oscar, for sharing your personal stories, sharing your thoughts, and for your time. And a huge thank you to all you listeners for tuning in. It really means a lot that you've made time to listen to this show. If you're enjoying the podcast and if you've been a fan for a while and would like to help keep the show going, please consider making a donation through PayPal. It's safe and secure. And the link is in the description. Thanks so much for your support. All right. You've been listening to Joe's Tango Podcast. I'm Joe Yang, and I'll talk to you again soon. Mm -hmm.